Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I am your host, Jasper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every single Monday. Now, in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you scale your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations, which frees up time so you can become the CEO of your business instead of the manager. Focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle and allow you to grow. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com slash X. We we are starting our next class in a few weeks' time. So if you want to grow your business, then uh, go ahead and apply. Uh, We'll get on a call with you to see if the program is the right fit for you. And if so, we'll enroll you in our next class that starts February 28th. So check out strlegends.com slash X. Now let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy the show. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad. Today, we're talking about how to build a lifestyle business hosting remote properties. And we'll get into what that means exactly. I'm excited to have on the show today, Mr. Sean McGregor. He's been on the show before. He's one of our Legends X, I would say, superstars. One of our students who absolutely, absolutely crushed it. So I'm excited to talk to you again, Sean, co-founder of Stay, Work and Play, or SWAP in short. 20 listings and growing in five different states, 10 different markets, and everything is managed remotely. Most of your homes, he's never actually seen. So awesome, awesome achievement. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing? Doing so great, man. Thanks for having me. Again, you know, get paid for your pad during COVID at the beginning was such a huge kind of boost for me to like learn from all the people on the, you know, that had been on the episodes before. And then obviously Legends X, once I took that course, my community exploded. And yeah, I just had a larger vision for what's possible in this business. That's awesome, man. And I want to dive into that. But before I want to mention as well that you are getting ready to travel for a few months. So you must have your business on autopilot. Pretty yeah, much. man. I mean, I feel really close to it. I have one VA right now, and who's a complete rock star, and she's been with me for 10 months right now. And just having her as kind of my, like, it puts me in the mindset of how can someone else do this with every task that I do? And my whole goal is to make it as easy for her as possible and automate the low-level things for her so she can move up a level and focus on the higher-level tasks as well. And just over the last 10 months, I haven't really focused on scaling at all. I've focused on just making it as smooth a process, as repeatable, as consistent as possible. Because as I told you before, I guarantee a five-star review or I don't take a commission. And so obviously I take things very seriously. I want to always deliver those, you know, incredible reviews, great experiences for the guests. You know, I really do take it to heart as someone that's traveled so much, how important these stays are for the guests, because it might be their only trip of the entire year. 
And, you know, I set a high bar and I have to hit that every single time because, you know, it might be there one time with family members this entire year. So I got to make sure they have a great time. And then also got to deliver for the owner. So their, you know, investment pays off and then we continue to grow, you know, with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we spoke, you had a, I think you had like 2000 five-star reviews. Yeah. How many, how many do you have now? So over 2,500 reviews now. Oh, wow. Still at like a 90. Yeah. Still at a, I think it's a 99.6 over the last, since 2018 with five-star reviews. So yeah, 4.96 overall, just, yeah, still very high level. And again, the only times that I ever get a non-five-star, it's because something kind of went wrong at the property and it's kind of, you know, normally out of my control, but because I have that five-star guarantee, I still send that commission back and then I take care of it. So it only impacts one group. Mm. And again, it's very rare because, you know, I, I do try to view everything from a traveler's mindset where like, I've been the person going through the airport, traveling with my child, long day. Then you have to do like the whole scavenger hunt of how to get into the place. And I know now like, okay, well, I need to make a video or I need to send pictures along with my check-in message. And I'm going to do it through a text message instead of through the Airbnb platform in case they're not familiar with that. And just make it as simple and convenient for the guests as possible. I feel like I'm getting really, you know, I'm very confident in how... I'm progressing towards that goal. And again, I guarantee a five star and that's how confident I am that, you know, I am, you know, going to deliver that on almost all occasions. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into that a little bit because, you know, this is one of the things that we teach in uh, Legends X is coming up with a host of what we call a host of. And basically what that is, is it's like a guarantee to your owners. Right. And I think your guarantee is, is incredible. Right. You're you're basically telling an owner like, hey, if I if you don't get a five star review, then, you know, you don't have to pay a commission, which is such a bold statement. Does that that must be really powerful when you're having the conversations with your potential owners to start managing their units? Tell us a little bit more about that, how those conversations are. Yeah, absolutely, man. So that was one of my. You know, originally, whenever I signed up for Legend X, I was like, give me the playbook. I want the playbook. But, you know, you have it broken down where like vision is the first part. And, you know, as I'm talking to you right now, I have all my core values taped on my computer. And then at the very top is my North Star goal, which for my family is maintain location independence, where, you know, we always like, I won't take a property if I have to physically be there. And because of that, I do host in multiple markets, in most cases, places I've never seen before or even been to before. So like I've seen a majority of the homes in person, but I use 3D tours so I can walk through them at any point when I want to. But, you know, I wanted to have something where like, look, I've done this for my own properties before. We had three location hostel in Austin and I was managing 35 beds while being fully remote. So I know how to do this remotely. I know how to, you know, do things from a traveler's mindset, show them a great time. So through the whole, you know, vision process, you had like the, okay, what's their host oath? And for me, I was like, well, look, I'm maintaining location independence is important to me. I'm not going to be there. How can I show them how serious I am and how confident I am? And yeah, the five-star guarantee is what came. And, you know, it's something that sets a standard for me and my teammates as, as I continue to grow that, you know, Five stars, a green light, and four, three, two, one, all, you know, a red light. So we cannot have that ever happen. And if it does, we got to find out what went wrong, how do we fix it, and how do we, you know, move forward and get back to the five stars over and over and over again. 
So, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a stiff penalty on my part to like not take commission, but in reality, it gives the owner so much confidence that I'm not going to let little nagging issues continue. If anything, if I find out from a cleaner that something's wrong, I'm going to knock it out between that group to where the next yeah. group is not impacted by it. And yeah. if there is something that goes wrong, I'm going to make it right for the guests immediately. One thing I talked about last time I was on is I send everyone a text message the day after they check in just saying, you know, hey, Brandon, just want to make sure you're having a great time so far. Please text me if you need anything at all. And that's my discovery process to find out if everything's going great or if there's something I need to address and take care of. Yeah. And, you know, like I think I said it last time, but if there's an issue and you resolve it for someone, they're even happier than if everything was smooth, you know, the entire time. So that little trick for any host of any level is so such low hanging fruit, but so valuable. So yeah. 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 Check in with your guests. Hey, let's talk about lifestyle business. And for people that are listening and who are not sure exactly what that is, let me give some, give some background. So a couple of weeks ago, we organized a, a workshop where we wanted to, we wanted to teach a few different things that we teach in Legends X, but we also wanted to come up with something, something new. And one of the things that we came up with was really understanding like what type of business do you want to build? Right. We kind of broke it down into three buckets. Like the first one is the lifestyle business. Then there's a sellable business and a legacy business. Right. And so a lifestyle business is, is essentially where you say, okay, I want to have a certain lifestyle. I want my business to facilitate that. And I want to have freedom. Like, like you said, like you want to be location independent so you can travel. Right. So you don't want to be dependent on your, on your business when it comes to your ability to, to move around. You want to be flexible, essentially. That's a lifestyle business. That's how I initially be- began my Airbnb journey in 2012, where I was like, okay, I just need $5,000 a month. And I, I want to put in the minimum amount of work to make that amount of money. So I'm going to systemize and automate everything, make sure that the you know this, this Airbnb thing doesn't depend on me. And then I'm going to go travel around the world and enjoy my life. That was me for quite a while. Not anymore. I have a different vision now. But the other business is a sellable business is, and that's where you're basically saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to work my butt off for X amount of years. And then I want to build this business and then I want to sell it. I want to get a big payout and then I'm going to retire or I'm going to do whatever I want to do with that money. I want to be out of the business. So it's kind of like a temporary, it's kind of like a business that has like a very clear end goal. And the third type of business is legacy business where it's more like, I want to build an empire that I can pass off to my children and my grandchildren. I want to build a brand that's going to be known in the world for many years to come, right? For decades or generations to come. So I think you're, you're the perfect example of the lifestyle business that you built. Because as you mentioned, you're about to go on a two month trip, right? And I'm assuming you don't want to be messaging guests and, you know, doing all sorts of work while you're, while you're traveling. Yeah, man. I mean, I, like we consider ourselves like a digital nomad family. Lindsay has our business, which is American Ninja Training Camps, where she runs dance camps around the country. And it's really intense during the summer. Like, you know, 600 kids this year, that it's 1,200 parents that all are sending their daughter away for a week or more. So she works her tail off all summer. And then as soon as that's done, we always want to just get out, have an adventure, bond as a family, have some new experiences. You know, we have a four-year-old now, Jackson, who, you know, whenever you're out of the house doing new things, 
like you're making so many more memories. You're taking photos, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're, if you're in a new culture or a new place, like, you know, you know, your brain's just kind of on fire. Like, Oh my God. Oh, it's like every little thing, like going shopping is an adventure and you learn something every single time you go to a new place. And like, you know, the maintain location independence part, like we, that's something we want to do. That's something we want to give him. We want to, you know, have him explore and see new things and get comfortable with other cultures and people and, you know, just kind of grow his comfort zone early on. And yeah, with this business, you know, we still will like have some lock in and work days where we both want to work on our business. Cause we do, you know, we are passionate about it. Like I, I love this business. I listen to all the podcasts. I listen to audiobooks all the time. You know, I'm like, I'm in it because like, I love it. I want to crush it. I want to do well with it. But if you have Wi-Fi and you have cell service, you can do this business anywhere. And if you build a repeatable system that anybody can do, and you know, once you figure out the pattern of how the bookings work, how the guest process kind of works, and you, you know, document all the little things that happen in a frequently asked questions, or when the one-off ones happen, a not so frequently asked question, you can make it really, really simple for your team to do just as good of a job as you can. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely view it as a lifestyle business in that, you know, I want to be able to have this lifestyle. But I do think, you know, with all the automations I'm building, with the custom kind of dashboards and softwares that I'm building, it could eventually be sellable at some point or even a legacy. But again, the main priority is I want to maintain our lifestyle of being able to be flexible anywhere we want to be, anywhere we want to work from. But again, because that five-star guarantee, I want the owners to know that I'm still going to make sure everything runs smoothly and Mm -hmm. everything's taken care of. And so, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned a good point because like we could, we can change our vision over time. Right. I mean, we're dynamic creatures. The the world changes, our situation changes. Like I mentioned back in 2012, when I started, which is uh, pretty much exactly 10 years ago, that my vision was to build that a very small lifestyle business. Now, Eric and I are building a legacy business, right? So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe maybe five years from now, maybe you're done with the with the digital nomading. Maybe you're you're kind of done with the traveling. It took it took about eight years for me to to be done with constantly like living out of my suitcase. So right. you could always you could always change your vision and decide that you want to you know have a different goal for yourself. So just choosing choosing one type of business to go after doesn't mean you can you can never change it right in the future. Totally, man. And so. You know, we got into this as, you know, we ran three location hostel with like 35 guests. And, you know, that's something that's still near and dear to our heart, you know, especially in the times of COVID where there's been a lot of people isolated for a long period of time. And, you know, everyone's just kind of like doing the the Zoom calls or the social media thing. Like our reviews, whenever we had that hostel, you know, the, the swap lofts, you know, you would get things where it's like, oh my God, I had a life-changing weekend. Oh my God, I met my best friend. You know, it was like very high level, deep connections, really fast for all these people. And so like purpose-wise, you know, I want to always have the swap co-hosting thing. And I want to grow that because I do believe in the, the purpose of that. But like the swap loft eventually is, you know, COVID gets further and further in the rearview mirror and, you know, which I'm feeling good about now finally. But you know, we might begin running that business as well, as well again. And then I mentioned this on our last Legend of X call, 
One thing that's also kind of near and dear to my heart is the fact that all these people that now because of COVID and like, you know, the ability for more and more people to know and like companies to know that their employees can work remotely. I want to like help those people that can work from home become digital nomads if that's something they're, you know, interested in. Because one of the biggest hacks that like Lindsay originally taught me whenever we first started dating was that if you, you know, rent out your house while you travel, instead of paying for two places anytime you go somewhere, your first place is paying for itself and for your travels. And so, I mean, for us right now, like our house that we live in in Austin is way more valuable when we're not there. So like if we're, <laughs> yeah. if we're, if we're like traveling in three or four months, we'll have a full year of that place paid plus something for our travel. I mean, it's, you know, it's such an amazing life hack because you get to have all these amazing experiences, but you're not, you know, spending a bunch of cash doing it. And because you can work remotely, you're actually, you know, still doing your job. You're still working from wherever, but you're having those really interesting, you know, trips to the market, trips to the beach, trip to, you know, things you've never seen before or thought before. And yeah, like that's something I really want to get into as far as like a, that's something I want to be a legacy where I like help to set these people free that have always thought that travel has to be really expensive or you have to be rich to do it and just show them like, well, look, your ticket to freedom might be the house you're sitting in right now. Yeah. If you leave that, if you leave that and you're comfortable renting it out while you're gone and you don't have to do it, I can help you. Or if you want to, you know, tune into podcasts like this, do a Legends X course, et cetera. But you know, if you leave your house and you run it out while you travel, you're pretty much always going to cover your mortgage or all your expenses and then probably your travel as well. Mm -hmm. And if you can work remotely, you're still keeping your salary with you as well. And if you're going to, you know, countries that are a little bit cheaper, you know, you're going to come out ahead and have all the amazing experiences and not delay that gratification until you're retired and unable to do all those fun things. So Dude, you're, you're, you're basically like, well, everything you're saying is exactly what I was thinking like 10 years ago when I, when I was sitting in my apartment in Amsterdam and I was like, man, I think I'm sitting on a, on the, my own little gold mine here with, with Airbnb. And that was, that was exactly the funny thing is, as you mentioned, it's like the, the house, like you're, you're, you're living in. That's like, that's like the most expensive thing you can do actually being at home. That's what I realized right. too. Cause I, Cause I would, I would come back sometimes, you know, I, I remember one time I came back in the summer, it was like August. And I was like, all right, I blocked out the calendar for one week in my apartment. Right. So mm -hmm. I could stay there. And then as I'm sitting in my apartment, I'm looking at my calendar and looking at the prices that my place was getting booked for in the other weeks in August. And it was like, it was pretty crazy. It was like 350, 400 bucks a night. And I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like, wow, me sleeping here tonight kind of cost me. $350. Right. And I was like, man. And that, and that, you know, next time I uh, came back to Amsterdam, I, I called my friend and I was like, yo, you got a spare room, right? You might have had crest there for a week and I'll, you know, I'll pick up groceries. I'll take you out to dinner. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. You know, our house is really close to where Austin city limits is in Austin. And then like one, three day weekend, like we just rented for our house, it covered two and a half months of rent. And That's like, nice. oh my God, okay, well, we should probably not be there for, you know, these weekends until Jackson's a little bit older and can enjoy them. And that'll set us up just that alone, let alone the whole business and everything else, you know, it just propels our travels and adventures and everything else. Just that one, 
you know, three day weekend for a long time. And so, yeah, it's again, it's a really great life hack that I think people should consider. And that's something, you know, because I I do feel comfortable with all my systems and like how quickly I can onboard, how, how smoothly I can make the process of bringing on a new home. Even if people only run it out three months or six months a year, I would still be interested in talking to them because that's like a purpose thing. Like, man, if I can give this person three months of extended travel they've never had before, like that'll change their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Talk to us a little bit about the challenges of renting out places that you've never actually been to. Totally. You know, the main thing is just really getting good and clear instructions from the owner that does know the home so well to like, please just be open about all the little quirks you have. And, you know, I have all the owners go through and, you know, take their camera phone, do a walkthrough with me and, you know, open up all the drawers to the cabinets, to the kitchen. That way, you know, if a guest asks if they have a blender, I can go back to that video and like, oh, yep, there's a blender. Or if the, you know, my VA or anyone else on my team wants to look at that, if someone has a question, it's always there for them. And like getting those videos, documenting them, making it very easy for them to search and find has been something, again, like I've been working on really hard over the last however, you know, last year, just to where I'm not bothering the owner nearly as much with little questions. And if they can tell me that at the beginning, then it just makes it a very smooth process. Like, I want to know if something's wrong in the garage. I want to know if the light switch is weird over here. I want to know if there's, you know, loud traffic outside, because then we can put a white noise machine in the bedrooms and not have to get those bad reviews to find that out. You know what I mean? Like open and honest, what are your quirks? What are the problems? Or what are like the, you know, abnormalities of the property? That way we can address those little issues, disclose them in the listing, and then also have the, you know, the answer to it. Like, you know, just to let you know for light sleepers, there are, you know, there is a street outside with sometimes loud traffic, but we have a white noise machine, so it shouldn't be an issue. That way, like you've told the guests, but you've also solved it for the guest in the same sentence. And then also just, you know, in your check-in message, if there's little quirks with the stove or whatever it is, you can build in that check-in message. By the way, for the stove, it's an induction burner and you have to have a pot on there. And, you know, like the more, you know, before it's actually work and the more like little things like that you can discover at the beginning from the owner, then the less, you know, bumps on your head you're going to get as you start running out that unit. So that that's something I've gotten a lot better at. Also, just drill into the cleaning team that, you know, if there's anything wrong, take a video, take a picture. Anytime a maintenance guy has to go out there, what I'm doing now is also having them take a video if they have to like install something or if they're doing something, you know, like, oh, we had to put in a new TV. I'm like, okay, can you take a video of you turning on the TV, flipping through the different things? And then I have that, you know, always stored to where if a guest has a question, you can refer back to that or even send them that video. Yeah. Um, another great hack, you know, because I do the 3D tours of every home is using Loom to, you know, go to the 3D tour, start a Loom. And then if they have a question about where to find something, or if you have a maintenance guy come in there, you can actually walk them through the 3D tour on Loom while speaking and direct them exactly to where they're going to be. Also do that with recommendations a lot where, you know, I'll just go through like, okay, this is for the families. And I'll like, okay, if you're, you know, with your little kids in Austin, just, I would go here to this park and I would just zoom in on Google Maps, come back out. 
Oh, and then, you know, if you want to walk to downtown, this is the best route, you know, just little things like that. If you keep storing those and then you find out, you know, Oh, this is a family coming. Oh, this is, you know, a bachelor party or whatever. You have like different things that might be of interest to them and kind of a different subset of recommendations. And yeah, again, I'm a big proponent of if you put the line in the sand, we're like maintain location independence. I can't physically be there you really quickly come up with ideas of like, okay, how can I solve this if this pops up? And yeah. what's great about it also is because I have all these properties in different markets, I experience different problems at each home, mm-hmm. you know, that just randomly pop up. But it's kind of like a fool me once situation where if that happens at one home, then if it comes up at another one, I'm going to know how to solve it much quicker. Mm-hmm. And again, like documentation is like kind of the main thing Anne and I talk about all the time, like, okay, you know, make sure we document that. Okay. Make sure we put that in the list just so where, you know, an issue only ever pops up once for us without mm-hmm. us being prepared for it. Yeah. And you know, yeah, man. I mean, those are, those are great tips. Cause I was going to ask you, cause I remember when I first set this up, I had this whole, I had the same thing, like these videos and stuff, but then like, my my cleaning my cleaning lady changed something right and then so i got a question from a guest and i was like oh here's the answer and then later they they told me oh it's that's that's not correct and i was like oh uh i I need to update this stuff too so do you have a system for like let's say something breaks or let's say you run out of something or whatever it is like do you do you have a feedback system from from your cleaners so that you're updated on that information yeah, man. So something I just recently built that I'm proud of is, you know, whenever a guest checks out, I have a form for them to fill out where it's like, did I have a great stay? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was incredible. We'll come back. Man, it was okay. Or no, we wouldn't return. But then it also asks if there was like any supply issues or any maintenance issues. And so that's like giving me the eyes from the guest perspective on everything's wrong. Plus, it allows me to know if there's an issue so I can address it again one more time before they actually mm-hmm. leave a review. Um, but yeah. then I also have the same. Then I also have this. And so, like, when that form gets, you know, put in there, if there are any issues, that kind of gets filtered through automation to a different thing that we see, you know, our team to know, like, okay, there's a problem here. We got to figure out what it is. And then we have to check a box to say, okay, we've taken care of it. Mm-hmm. But the cleaners, same thing. Every time they go through, they have a form. They, they, you know, fill out quickly. Did the guests leave it in good condition? Are there any new, you know, supplies that are need to be ordered with a checklist of the common ones? And then are there any, you know, new repairs needed? Yes, no. And then like, the, you know, an area for them to attach a video or long description of it. And again, if they click, you know, it was, we need supplies that goes to a different list where we know, okay, we need to get coffee and, you know, trash bags for this property. And until we order it and click the button to send it away, then that's staring us in the face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've recently, you know, empowered and to order things off Amazon for me. And ever since we did that a couple of weeks ago, it's been incredible because, you know, that's definitely always been a task that does not give me energy. Feels like a $10 task to borrow from like the Legends X phrasing. And like, you know, every once in a while things would slip through the crack a little bit, but now she knows that's her role, her job. And I've made it simple enough to where it's just, you know, you come in, there's three things we need to order for three different properties. And it's like, click, click, click once it's done. And then, you know, it's handled. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, I try to make it to where the guests can give me as much feedback and eyes on the property as possible. 
the cleaners can do the same. And then the owners do like the general stuff at the beginning. And therefore, like I have a pretty good cycle of information coming to me, letting me know if there's ever any issues, if anything ever needs attention. And if a maintenance guy does have to get out there, you know, we're growing a list for every property of people we've hired before. And like, you know, originally I go to thumbtack.com, like I talked about last podcast, where I like have to find somebody. But as you find reliable people that do a great job, we tag them as like, yep, we'd work with them again. And then they're our first call for a plumber or they're our first call mm-hmm. for an AC person in that area. Right. And yeah, again, like I make them always video whatever their fix was. And just to, to know like, okay, this is what the problem was. This is how it's fixed. And if we need to do anything with it, you know, here's the information on how to take care of it. And gotcha. yeah. Yeah. And we talked on the last podcast about how you find those people, right? How, Cause that's one of the challenges. If you onboard a new unit in a different, in the market where you've never been, how do you find the cleaners, the maintenance people, all that? Do you remember the episode that we did together by any chance? Uh, 390. 390. Okay. So if you're listening to this, if, if you want, uh, if you want more information on how do you find those people, cause that's obviously one of the biggest challenges, go listen to episode 390. Cause we went pretty deep into that. But what I want to touch on now is a different challenge, which is how do you scale this model? Right. Cause the most powerful strategy for, for scaling, in my opinion, is like you become known in your marketplace as the go-to person for short rentals, right? So if you live in Austin, then you you can do a lot of different things to become known as like the Austin super host or the Austin, you know, the number one expert on short rentals in Austin. But how do you, that that's not a strategy that you can use if you're in all these different markets, right? So how do you, what's your, what's your strategy for or finding new units to manage? Honestly, man, you know, I see it as a strength that I can host anywhere because I'm not fighting against a bunch of people that can only serve Austin or if the regulations change, which they already are kind of crappy, I'm not as impacted. Plus if I work well with an owner in one place and they want to you know, buy a new home in the mountains somewhere, they can take me with them. You can't do that with a local, you know, a local property manager or co-host. And because I have that confidence, because I've already shown them, you know, great experience, because I have that five-star guarantee, you know, I've most of my properties have grown so far have been through the other owners that I've worked with. And every single property owner I've worked with has bought at least one other home so far. Wow. Um, and then on top of that, instead of me being just a local person to where like I'm on a podcast with you or one of the other podcasts that I can, Oh, well, I'm not in his market. So I, you know, I can't work with him. Instead, I can, I'm more of a national person where I can be anywhere that your property is, if it makes sense for you and it works sense, makes sense for me. Like if you want a hands-off situation where you don't have to worry about your property, you're going to get as bugged as little as possible. You just want to have a great return, know your property is being taken care of, then I can be your guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I see it as a strength. And again, like, you know, through like the Legends like stuff and growing the community, like I became part of that like hospitable hosts project where I'm one of the 40 authors along with Toby, who you had on there, and Sergio and Julie George and Mark Simpson and all these rock stars. And you know, like I feel like that, along with going to all these conferences and meeting all these people, like has kind of elevated me to someone more and more in the industry that can help all these different people and is more known. So I, I don't, I, n- I have no like fear of having a lack of properties come. My main thing is I don't want to take on 
a bunch more properties if any of the quality goes down. Mm-hmm. So that's why I haven't been putting myself out there. I haven't been trying to get that many more properties because I'm just like building a rock solid team, building a rock solid, repeatable, consistent, you know, great experience for the guests that will turn into great, you know, returns for the owners. So yeah, I, I, again, I, I see it as a strength, not a weakness that I could be anywhere and that I'm not competing for just one market or just a few homes mm-hmm. where like, you know, I, I bring something new to the table and no one else really can compete. Yeah. With. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you make a great point, you know, for, I can totally, I can totally see how for property owners who are buying new homes in different places, that's a massive benefit for them that they don't have to find, you know, a reliable property manager. Cause I mean, I, I own a few units in different, you know, parts of the world. And I know that finding a reliable property manager to look after your, your home is not always easy. So, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. And I guess, you know, for you, cause this, I, you know, I think it's harder to build. It's harder to build a business like, like you do in, in different, where you're in different markets, I, I, I imagine. Right. So once you know how to do that, now you have a lot of power, right? Cause you have all the systems in place and you know exactly how to do it. You can do as just as good as a job remotely as a local party could pretty much. Yeah. Right. Or Absolutely. at least close, close to, I would say. I mean, as far as guest experience, you know, definitely as good or better because, you know, all my properties have four, nine or higher with like, you know, yeah. the rare, you know, one-off four-star. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I think another good point that you made is when you're hosting pro- different properties in different markets, you run into different issues, right? So your, your learning curve is like steeper because you get, you know, one property might have like, you know, stone r- removal and another one has like, you know, how do you protect the home from the sand on the beach or something like that? Right. So sure. I could totally see that how you're, you know, you're learning, you're learning so much more about having a variety of different properties in your portfolio in different markets. Absolutely, man. And yeah, like another kind of strength, you know, with it is if you have all of your properties in one market and you have one cleaning team, they run into the thing where it's like, oh, we have three same day turns and it gets a little, you know, tricky or if you have 10 properties, it gets a little tricky. But most of mine, they're separate teams doing to maybe three properties in each market. So it's really reliable that it's going to get done in that mm-hmm. checkout, you know, check yeah. out, check in window. Sweet. That's awesome, man. Well congratulations. It's been, you know, it's been awesome to have you back on the on the show. And it's it sounds like you're you're still crushing it. So I have no no doubt in my mind that you're you're going to keep crushing it. And as you're traveling, drop by Panama sometime. Dude, I would love to. Uh, like I told awesome. you beforehand, my oldest brother was born there and I've never been, but you know, my parents had for a couple of years. So I would love to get over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep me posted. Also, if you're listening to this and if you're, if you're interested in kind of learning like what type of business you want to build. So we built our, on our workshop, we, we basically do like three different exercises. One is to, to really figure out your guest avatar. The other one is to figure out your personal freedom number, which, you know, you went through that exercise as well, um, Sean, on the, on our rising star call last week, I think it was yeah, right. And that's, exactly. that's designed to really understand like what, how much money do you actually want to make? Cause a lot of people don't actually know that they just want to make a lot of money or they have a big figure in their head, but they've never really sat down and think about like, well, what, what do I want to do with that money? What, what kind of house do I want to have? What kind of car, like what kind of 
you know, how much do I want to travel? Like, what does that actually cost? What does the life that I want to have actually cost? And so we build an exercise where you can actually figure it out. And then you can use that to, to understand, like, how many listings do I need to grow to, to be able to afford that lifestyle? And then the third one is figuring out what type of business you want to build, the lifestyle, the sellable business or the legacy business. So we did this workshop, great feedback. People loved it. So we decided to make this available to everybody in the community for free. So we put it at, we put it at, yeah, we put it at overnightsuccess.io slash workshop. So if you go there, you can just put your email and then you'll be able to download the exercises, including the video that is basically the training on how to use those exercises. So overnightsuccess.io slash workshop is where you can get this training for free. So yeah, Sean, any final thoughts before we let you go? Well, I mean, on that, you know, freedom number topic, it's never as much as you think it is. Like to have <laughs> kind of your dream life, like it really, it's pretty attainable. If you, you know, like one thing I wanted to leave as a parting thing is like, I definitely a big believer in just kind of preparing your mind each day. Like I normally do like a quick workout, listen to like, I just type in motivation on YouTube and I'll like listen to it for like 20, 30 minutes. Just cause like you need to build up your resiliency for all the curveballs that come throughout the day. And if you just do that little thing, you know, get your body moving, you know, just kind of like get some positive imagery. Then when like a toilet breaks somewhere, you're like, all right, I can deal with that. Instead of like <laughs> letting it tailspin into a bigger issue. But yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I, I love that. I, I personally call that the emotional gym. And yep. so the way I look at it is like, okay, every day I'm, I'm going to the gym for like 30 to 60 minutes, but I also go to the emotional gym where it's either meditating, it's journaling, it's reading, it's listening to podcasts, going for a walk. That's awesome, man. That's awesome advice. And as entrepreneurs, we kind of need that because otherwise, like, it's so easy to feel overwhelmed and sure. our mind can like start seeing all these, you know, all these big monsters coming at us and uh, world can come, become a scary place if you don't control that mind and do those type of go to the emotional gym. Absolutely, man. I love that term for it and that kind of visualization for it. Because yeah. yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it. Like if I go a couple of days without doing it, then things do seem more daunting or scary or whatever else. But you know, if you take care of that, you know, build yourself up, listen to some positive things, and then all of it seems possible and attainable. And you know, you know, you know that things might pop up, but you're prepared for it. That's right. Sean, let us know. I'm sure there's people listening who might be interested in working with you. What's the best way to contact you? Just keep it simple, stayworkandplay.com. If you go there, there's a few different buttons you can click just to send me just a quick, you know, your name and your cell phone number and your email. And then I'll actually have my personal, you know, text number on there and we can actually text and see if it's a fit. I mean, again, even if like the property isn't a fit or if, you know, it's not the right time or if you want to be more hands-on then I still, you know, I believe in like kind of the abundance mindset and I'll still try to point you in the right direction, help you out. Cause again, you know, it's a wide open industry with unlimited potential for everybody to succeed. So, you know, I want to just kind of do my best to raise all boats when possible and just, you know, help people just, I mean, I love it just cause like you're helping people have a great time. And if you keep that mindset of like, they're, you know, on their one trip of the year, I got to show them awesome time then, you know, it's a fun business to be part of. Love that, man. And 
that's actually one of our core values is raising the tide. So yeah. um, totally love that. Cool. Awesome. So uh, swap.com, right? Stayworkandplay.com. Stayworkandplay.com. And swap is like the appropriation of that. Right? Yep, exactly. That's the right. Acronym. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm sure we'll invite you back sometime and hopefully I'll see you in Panama. Absolutely, man. We'd love it. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. And to the listeners, thank you for listening. Again, if you want to take that training, it's available for free. So go to work overnightsuccess.io slash workshop if you want to do that training. And of course, we're also starting our next class of Legends X in about two weeks. So if you still want to be part of the next class and become a superstar like Sean here, then go ahead and apply because we're going to only onboarding more students in the, this week, actually. So go to leg, strlegends.com slash X. You can find all the information, how to apply everything. And with that said, thank you for listening. And we'll be back on Friday. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. Really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you are looking to grow your Airbnb business, then we have a great opportunity for you because we just opened up enrollment for our next class of our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program, Legends X program is designed to help you scale your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up time and really become the CEO, the owner of your business instead of the person that's doing all the work in your business. So you can focus on high-level tasks that really move the, move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. So if that's interesting to you, then check out strlegends.com slash x. Uh, applications are now open and when you apply for the program we're going to get on a call with you to really figure out if it's the right fit for you we don't want to just enroll everybody into the program we're really looking for the right people people that we can bring the most value to so we're only looking for 30 companies Um, we're almost there already Uh, so we do have a few spots left Um, So if you are interested in growing your business, then uh, don't wait, just apply. That's really the best way to find out if uh, if the program is the right fit for you. So go ahead, go to strlegends.com slash x to learn more about the program. And we look forward to seeing your application. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.